Soon, Cal Newport and I will be holding a new session of our popular course, Life of Focus. The course is a three-month program designed to help you become more focused in your work, life, and mind so you can pay attention to what matters most. So this week, I'll be sharing lessons drawn from the course. The iPhone is less than two decades old, yet the psychology behind why it is so hard to put your phone down has been well understood for almost a century. In 1898, the great psychologist Edward Thorndike proposed one of the first rules of behavior, the law of effect. Stated simply, rewarded actions tend to increase. Just as a rat that pushes a lever gets rewarded with a food pellet tends to push the lever more often, every time we check our phones and get a viscerally rewarding stimulus, that strengthens the action of phone checking. Given this relationship, a reasonable assumption would be that a more consistently rewarded action would result in a more durable behavior. So a rat that gets a pellet every time it pushes the lever might be expected to more consistently push the lever. A consistent burst of entertainment every time we open our phone ought to make us more thoroughly obsessed with them. Except this isn't what the early behaviorist psychologists discovered. Instead, unpredictable rewards tend to result in far more durable behavior. The rat that only sometimes gets a food pellet will persist in pushing the lever long after the machine stops dispensing pellets. The human being, who only sometimes sees an interesting bit of news, will keep refreshing her feed long after there ceases to be anything new or interesting. Explaining compulsive phone checking. So why should unpredictable rewards be more robust than consistent ones? One explanation is adaptive. If I pull the lever and it always gives a treat and then suddenly stops, that might indicate that the resources run out. In contrast, if treats only arrive some of the time, a steady period without rewards might simply be a streak of bad luck and I should keep trying. This psychological quirk helps explain why slot machines are so addictive and why social media algorithms encourage us to check our phones even if most of the content isn't particularly interesting. The last 20 times may have been a dud, maybe this next time. Unfortunately, this law of behavior makes kicking our wasteful social media habits much harder. Just as a compulsive gambler can keep pulling on the slot machine arm long after it has become clear that the game is a losing bet, we can continue checking our phones even when the value we get is less than the price of a constant distraction. Kicking our digital compulsions. So in Cal Newport in my course, Life of Focus, we guide students during the second month through a digital declutter. The idea is to restrict non-mandatory social media and device usage just for one month. Now, while this doesn't eliminate all the built-up behavioral reinforcement of years of phone checking, it does provide some psychological distance that can help you evaluate which tools and services are really worth keeping. Next, we cultivate a more deliberate and conscious form of consumption, selectively bringing back the tools, devices, website, and services that we find useful with carefully constructed guardrails so they won't take over our lives. If you've ever wished that you could read more books, be more present with your family, or simply avoid all the negativity you encounter on a daily basis, curated consumption is a saner way to deal with your online media. If you found this lesson helpful, you should join Cal Newport in my course, Life of Focus, for our next session. The link to get started is in the description below.